Hello, everyone. This is Aspet Bedrosian. And this is Hovik Manucharyan. And we are doing a periodic touch base with Gev Iskajan on the latest conditions during the Artsakh blockade. Gev is with the ANC in Artsakh, Nagorno-Karabakh. He lives in Stepanagerd. Before we begin the show, let me make a quick note that we went from a daily touch base to an almost daily and now more of a periodic touch base. This is because, in addition to logistical connectivity issues during this blockade, we're also concerned about overloading listeners with too much of the same old, same old information, turning pain and suffering into a common, routine thing, and desensitizing everyone to the really difficult life in Artsakh today. And today is January 31st, 2023. Hey, Gav, how are you doing? Uh, we're doing well, all things considered. Hope you guys are doing well, too. I'm good, Hovik. Good evening, Gav. I forget now, is it the 51st or 50th day of this blockade? And, you know, I wanted to ask, give, uh, how, how's everything? How's, uh, do we have any positive news today, please? <laughs> yeah, I think maybe we can start off today on, on a positive note. We've gotten the official numbers for the amount of births in the last 50 days during this blockade. And over 183 children uh, were born, which, you know, thank God, that's a great number. And I think that's a, a testament to the medical staff, our hospitals, our doctors here who have been working under some of the most dire conditions uh, possible. Great news. Yeah, thank God. Gev, what's the condition with um, your gas and electricity currently? So uh, the gas has been on for about 48 hours straight, which as far as my recollection calls, uh, I think that it's the longest period of time we've had in the last few weeks, uh, which is good. It helps folks he heat their homes. It takes less of a reliance off the electrical grid for, for heating and transportation and mobility is a bit better now. Uh, so, you know, the taxis are working on a small little tangent here. You realize how important some of these like energy necessities are mm -hmm. and you get it back because it's not just you know we can heat our homes the, the cars can drive on top of that you have people working again so a big chunk of our work industry work service industry are the taxi cab drivers who've been able to work the last couple of days so let's hope that this is the norm good over the last few days i've seen ruben vartanian has been going around the regions and uh, even Stepan Aguirre and holding some town halls. Can you give me your impressions of how the people are engaged and feeling about this? Yeah, look, in a time like this, people are looking for certainty. And unfortunately, that's not going to come anytime soon with the blockade as is. So the second best thing that people can get, the second best thing that's available is ample amount of communication. So the fact that the government is communicating transparently with the people, not just, you know, relaying information, but sitting in these town halls, uh, being accountable, uh, listening to people, getting a good grasp and, and feeling the pulse of their concerns. I think these are good things. I believe yesterday, another group of stranded kids repatriated back to Artsakh. So this is the third group now. If you remember, the first one got like stopped and harassed by the eco-terrorists and thankfully nothing like that has happened for the last two incidents and thanks to the red cross you know I, if it wasn't for the red cross then i don't know what we would be doing but they seem to be at least being tolerated by the, the azeris for now but everyone else has continued to be blockaded which uh, one of one of the frequent quotations from azeris is to in denying that there is a 
blockade is saying, see, the Red Cross can move people around. Yeah, well, I mean, it's very exceptional and it's for the cases where it's repatriated. And this is basically the text of the ECHR, European Court of Human Rights verdict that for the interim, I guess, interim measure, which forced Azerbaijan to basically allow sick people and families that have been stranded to reunite. But I think sort of, you know, I'm, I'm wondering why Armenia isn't continuing on that path and asking for full unblockage of transportation and communication with, between Armenia and Artsakh. So that's what I was thinking about. Well, I have a couple of comments about that one. Number one, on our YouTube channel, we've also seen a bunch of Azeris commenting that they're asking, what blockade has any Armenian been prevented from leaving Artsakh? And that is part and parcel of the depopulation of Artsakh, the policy that they are conducting right now. They're saying, leave your home. We're not going to stop you. Of course, you can't come back. And that is part of ethnic cleansing proper. And the other thing that I want to say about what your comment, Hovik, is that all these efforts seem to be trying to get back to pre-December 12, let's say. And let's remember that that was also not a very good time. That was a time when the Lachin Corridor had been surrendered. Pertzor had been surrendered. Aravno had been surrendered. Those were not good times that we are trying to get back to here. We need to think In about fact, yes. self-determination is still uh, the goal. And unfortunately, I don't think Armenia is thinking about it. Well, I mean, it, it all started with the Lachin Corridor. People, I think, sometimes forget to see or fail to see that far back. But what we're seeing today... Like, for instance, the electricity cutoff happened in the region, which is now uh, thanks to the decision of the Armenians. And I say that deliberately, uh, Armenian governments, to be precise. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was thanks to the decision of Armenian governments of Arei, Karatsunyan, and Nikol Pashinyan. Right around Aravno, or I guess, uh, sorry, not Aravno, but Berzor is where the electricity got cut off. And uh, yeah, we're now reaping the fruits, the, the seeds that we sow. And, uh, you know, we've been telling people about this all this time. I don't know what else we can do. All right. On that note, thank you so much, Gev. We'll talk to you soon, I hope. Yeah, sounds good. Let's let's touch base tomorrow. If there's nothing new, the next day we'll do something. Talk to you later. All right, guys. Bye. Take care. Thank you, Gev. Bye. Good night. Bye.